Hello and welcome to Walking with Purpose, a podcast where we engage in real in-depth, comprehensive conversations and discussions regarding social issues, interpersonal relationships, marriage, dating relationships, and anything that moves us. We speak our truth, we stand in our truth as we share our real life experiences, our struggles, our triumphs, and the lessons that we've learned. I'm Chris. I'm joined today by Santana. Jeff. Gary. Our topic today, self-love, self-care. Learning to love and take care of yourself is a part of life's work. There is no pressure or deadlines to have it all figured out at a certain point. Self-love and self-care is about feeling good, enjoying the moment, creating balance, growing, finding harmony, and peace of mind. This podcast has been a turning point in my life. It has for me been a a journey of self-love and self-care. Throughout these podcasts, I've chosen to reveal my private life and the secrets that I've hid for a very long time. This is my life's true reveal. Real, raw, without excuses, lies, or alibis. I'm no longer mentally self-confined or emotionally imprisoned by my past transgressions. Those shackles deprive me of freedom. This podcast has provided a release. This liberation has allowed me to alleviate guilt, stress, tension, anxiety, and to cope with depression. For me, some of the keys of self-love and and self-care, slow down, enjoy the stillness in your mind, make rest an intentional part of your life. I take naps on the daily. They are a perfect reset for my mind and body. Spend time with loved ones and invest in those relationships. I'm a grandfather of three, ages five, three, and six months. And I've spent very little time with them. I've watched them grow in pictures. And I have to do a better job of being there and being present for them. Honor boundaries. Listen to your personal needs. Take time for yourself. Protect your peace. Meditate. Calm and still your mind. Especially when you're faced with stressful situations or stressful circumstances. Practice gratitude, paying it forward. I try to treat people with respect, kindness. Uh, I don't care who you are, whether you're the, you're the, you're the usher at the, the theater or you're a grocery clerk or co-workers. Treat everybody with respect and kindness. Exercise. You got to move your body. You got to shake your body. Shake it. I take three or five mile walks, at least four times a week. Pick up a hobby. I just bought a new camera. I'm going to take some photography classes. 
And the most important thing for me with self-love and self-care is forgiving yourself. Embracing self-compassion has allowed me to reflect on my actions, my behavior, and my conduct. I'm letting go of negative feelings about myself, my actions, and my behavior, and I'm asking forgiveness. I grew up in a household where um, we were taught to take care of ourselves um, physically and mentally. My dad was an avid exerciser. He said, always take care of your body so you can take care of your family. I've always worked out, took out that time, even when I was playing ball, to work out and be prepared beyond what I needed to be mentally and physically. I went down, I had a downhill period a little bit when I was like 23 to 26. And actually, Jeff brought me out that rut. He used to come over to my house every morning when he was going into Guadalupe and knock on my door and I'd be in the bed sleep. He's like, man, I just came from the gym. And I was like, man, I need to get back into something. And he said, man, you need to start really lifting weights because this is your thing. You got that discipline. He said, and I said, you know what? I wasn't feeling real good about myself because I wasn't playing ball anymore. Gamby had went to England and I wasn't really feeling like me. And my dad had just came in a couple days earlier. You need to start taking care of yourself like you used to. It just started there again. I got back into it, getting up at four in the morning, working out. For a little while, Jay and I were going after his job. Because I was going after his job. I was working two jobs and I would go to my job every day of my life. I don't consider it exercise. I consider it hygiene. I work out before I take a shower, before I brush my teeth, or before I go to bed. It does not go a day where I don't refresh myself physically and mentally to get my mind and body right for the day. I haven't missed a day in probably 30 years, 35 years. Uh, I went to hospital for three months, I mean for a week, and I didn't work out for two months. And then they told me I wasn't going to work out for the rest of my life. I said, I told all the doctors, get out of here and give me somebody that knows what they're talking about because that's not going to happen. They told me I wasn't going to be able to work no more. I said, I'll be to work by in two months, which I was. For me, that's self-care. I refresh myself mentally every day that way, physically every day that way. It keeps my attitude and everything going through. And I was talking to my cousin on the phone. He's going through some divorces and some stuff like that. And he said, you know what, Gary? You know what gets me through everything? He said, what you taught me to do in the gym. And I'm like, hey, it helps. He said, man, I got that every day. And man, I feel good. Even though I'm going through a lot, I still feel good. Uh, So that's mine. I'm not saying that's the only way. You just have to find your passion. And that's my passion. What about diet and exercise? Diet. Oh, uh, yeah. I've really, since my son came out the hospital, 
He's really had to watch what he eats. So I told him, you know what? You're not going to go through this by yourself. Let's, let's do this together. So I am very picky on what I'm eating right now. Am I a full-on vegetarian? No. I think balance is the key. Do I watch what I eat? Yes. I have, I'm very disciplined. I can go two days without eating anything at all and just drinking water. I've done it. There's days where I'll just have some salad because I drive a truck all day. I make it a, a, a rule is if I'm sitting my butt in that truck driving, I'm not eating. If I, for instance, if I don't exercise, I don't eat. That's just a rule of mine. Red meat, I'll have red meat maybe one or two times every three months, unless it's bison. I eat fish probably twice a week, two or three times a week. And there's maybe a couple days in there I don't have no meat. I, dr- I wake up every morning. First thing I do is drink a quart of water. Before I go to bed, three hours before I go to bed, I drink another quart of water. Just to cleanse the inside. Don't you take some fiber? I take, <laughs> yeah, every night. Yeah. I take uh, some Metamucil, apple cider vinegar. I take... Uh, I do take supplements. Uh, at our age, nothing works anymore. I take supplements. Woo! I would say I take about 32 pills a day. Viagra too? You know, my cousin said he took some Viagra the other day and he performed like he was in his 20s. So I'm like, man, I might have to get me some of those because Stella, man, she seen the, the watered down Gary. She didn't see prime time Gary. <laughs> So I might have to hit that Viagra, but nitric oxide, I take nitric oxide and that works very good. You know what nitric oxide is, don't you? No, tell me what that is. Nitric oxide, it increases your blood flow. Mm. As you get older, your veins shrink. Okay. The basic concept of nitric oxide is to open up the veins for the uh, blood to flow a lot easier, relieving your blood pressure. So if you have blood pressure problems, you take nitric oxide basically, and you will not have high blood pressure. You don't need blood pressure medication, but don't put that on there because there are going to be a whole lot of doctors that, because doctors even say you don't need it. Because uh, blood blood pressure medication is probably like the number three killer in the country of people. Uh, Most people don't know that. Jeff, self-love, self-care? Ooh, man. And you two didn't say a whole bunch. It's it's pretty much in line with me. Uh, what I did realize is this, and Gary knows a bit from being in the Midwest and the South and all that stuff that, man, one of the things the people eat, man, people eat. And I got a lot of big people in my family. I have a lot of tall people and uh, uh, some medium-sized people. But I think the eating part was used for emotional stuff. So I've been like an emotional eater more after I stopped playing sports or when I was working out as much as I used to. You become more of emotional things on your mind. At that time, I was probably one of the very few high school coaches that was coaching all year round, meaning that I had my high school year and then I coached my son's travel team and then 
back to fall league, you know? So a lot of those things take you out of you having the time to take care of yourself. And so you emotionally eat too. So it allowed me to gain weight that I should have never gained. And so I spent the last five years just really trying and giving myself a goal, basically that it's not going to happen that quick because I had all those years in between where I didn't take care of myself like I should have. So I've given myself a, a six, seven year window to really work on it before retirement. So I'm, I'm, I'm about 75% there now. Uh, but a lot of it has been me talking to Gary, Gary talking about supplements that Metamucil and I even add the vitamin C to it too with the, um, the apple cider vinegar. And I take that and I've noticed the difference. Uh, so it's things like that. Uh, me and Gary discussing, we talking about certain things. Unfortunately, when you have all those years that you're not taking care of stuff, things come up like, my knee, you know, stuff like that, that holds you back. One of the best things has been, um, so that's been the physical part of it. Just time, just trying to find the time. That self-love, as you say, I had to do that after I stopped coaching. Had to start doing it. A part of that self-love, the first one was I needed to get my mind right with, uh, with God. That was the first thing. Had to get my mind spiritually right. Because if I didn't have that along with the physical, you tend to allow certain things to come in that could be detrimental to my marriage, to my relationship with my kids, to my job. So that first one was in line with that. The physical part had to come after that, because if you don't get the mental right, then the physical won't even it won't become consistent with the physical if the mental ain't right, it won't come consistent because it has to be consistent up there. That's one of the things that I wish I'd have been better at because I had the example in Gary. We've had that since we was 13 years old. He's always been, when he says he ain't missed in two, at 30 years, that it might be like two in 25 years when he's really talking about it because he's always done that. So I wish I'd have been more mentally stronger on that edge. Um, and so it went from the, you know, the mental to the physical and things uh, I think is important for people to realize when you don't align those things, then there's going to be these things that we've all talked about. The the infidelities, the stress, because your mind isn't in the right place. And so physically you could be strong, but your mind isn't very strong. And so I think it's important that you align both of those to get the best out of you. Because again, now we look at our ages now and now our life has dramatically changed to being grandfathers, to being, you know, the examples and leaving a legacy down the road for our loved ones is different. If you don't take care of those things, then you're up and down. It's, I think the discussion being you had about, you know, you went to a concert at the bowl and you see all these older people acting like they're younger people. Well, they might look physically fit, but mentally it ain't happening because you was once a child, you act like a child, you become an adult, you start acting like an adult. Well, if you don't have that mental frame of mind, it don't matter what you look like, you're still going to be dabbling in things that could be tough for you. So right. I think yeah. that's important that very, you, it's very, very important. you keep those things aligned because, uh, you know, and if we knew those things as we talk all the time, all of us about where we would be if we did things differently when we were younger, 
where we would be now, not just emotionally, physically, monetarily, we'd be different. But, you know, when you have those things out of line, it's uh, it's tough to come back from. So I'm still just working on my goal of that seven-year period, get myself better uh, physically and mentally every day. Real quick off what Jeff said. Yeah, you have to use the physical and the mental hand in hand. One's no good without the other. And there's one thing my dad taught me growing up, and even my mom used to say, Gary, don't be afraid to invest in yourself physically and mentally, monetarily money. Because if you don't invest money into your body and your mind, nobody is. And why should they? If you're not willing to do it, why should somebody else be able, willing to do it? So I have no problems spending on supplements, uh, self-care products, mentally and physically. I don't have a problem with it if they're working because I know that's an investment for my family's future. Grooming, that's part of self-love. Self-care. Most, most definitely. Weekly haircuts. Yeah. yeah, we've done that for years. Yeah. Santana, self-love, self-care. Self-care, I have done that for a long time. Self-love has been a struggle. Two different things for me. As we've done these podcasts and I look back on on um, listening, re-listening to a lot of things that I've shared, my biggest struggle has always been self-love. And even now, you can't pour from an empty cup you need to take care of yourself first. I think that some people think that taking care of yourself first means you're selfish. It's definitely not a selfish thing because when you feel good, you attract, you know what I mean? You're you're just a better person all around. You feel better about yourself and that's and and uh those good vibes attract good vibes, positive vibes. Um and I believe in that energy. So Self-care for me, working out, definitely, I wouldn't call myself a gym rat, but I was always at the gym. And I would say up until the last five years, I kind of just fell off the wagon for a couple of reasons. And I don't want to put the blame on this solely, but I was taking care of a loved one. I was his caregiver uh, up until his passing recently. And so it, it takes a lot of a lot of time and energy from from you as a person when you're doing things like that. And it takes a, a mental toll on you as well. It's not just a physical thing. The other thing with me is now going into my 50s, and it actually started in my 40s. As a, as a woman, we go through different hormonal changes, and those hormones affect us so deeply. And I know most men don't realize what goes on with us, and they think that we're just cuckoo. <laughs> like, why is she crying all of a sudden? Why is she mad? Why is she so irritable? Why, you know, why this, why that? Well, for me, I actually started gaining weight, even though I was at the gym and watching my diet and it was out of my control. And that has affected my uh, self-love in turn, because it doesn't matter how much I exercise Um, what kind of intermittent fasting I've done. I've tried every diet there is and nothing was doing anything because my hormones are out of control. So I've been trying different things to combat that as best as I can. I think that I found something that's going to help me achieve 
what I need for me to feel better about me. You know, aesthetically for me, a lot of people don't realize, you know, what's going on, but I know. I know that I could be better. I know I've been better. And I'm not expecting perfection, but I do need some results. <laughs> so I'm I'm pouring into monetarily buying different supplements and, and all that. And I always have. This is just a different, a whole different uh, place for me in life. So it's okay, like you said, Gary, to spend that money to get yourself together. You need the vitamins. You, you do need those supplements to keep things going. Your body is depleted as you get older. Every 10 years, you go through a different change. And really every five, but every 10, like it's in sections, your 40s, your 30s, your 20s, you start going through different things. So when you hit the 30-year mark, now you got a new set of whatever's going to happen in those 10 years, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s. So right now I'm just like, look, I got to get it together before I hit my next 10 because that's going to be a whole new set of something else. I want to be prepared. So I have gotten back into exercising again, and that's made me actually feel really good. Those endorphins get going. When I walk out the gym, like I was proud of myself. Taking this other stuff that I found for me Actually, I was pleasantly surprised because I've been trying stuff and nothing's working. And I found this stuff and I, I'm i like, oh, no brain fog. I have some energy. This is good. This is a good start. Getting sleep every night. It is so important to get sleep. At least a solid six. If you get more than that, oh my goodness. But a solid six is, does a world of wonder. You know, eating junk food affects things. Hanging around negative people, hanging around negative people, that that right there is so draining. It takes your energy. And at this stage in my life, I don't have time for the drama. I don't have time for people's BS. I don't want to be around those people. I'm always there as a friend to listen to my friends that have um, issues and need to vent and things of that nature. But as far as like somebody hanging around somebody who's always just so negative all the dang time, is so draining. It's like you talk to them and you're like, man, is, really? We're going to the, through the same story. If you stop doing X, Y, and Z, this could stop happening to you. But, you know, there's just some people that are glutton for punishment and, and keep going and keep going. The other thing is, is that living in the past is, is rough too. You keep holding on to that old crap. You're never going to get out of it. You know, you got to start working on yourself self-improvement. Man, it's just so important. Direction is more important than speed. Just start. You need to start. Taking a break when things become overwhelming, saying no when you don't know what to do. You can allow yourself to cry sometimes. It's actually a relief. Asking for help from people around you that you trust and just doing things that make you happy. I'm working on, it's, it's always a, a constant thing for me to keep improving as I go. It just never stops. So I'm on my continuous transformation in this time period of my life. Damn it. I'm walking around glowing. I don't give a crap. <laughs> I think one thing you, uh, that 
you touched on just real quickly for me, the importance of talking to someone. I think that's very important with me, the podcast. But before we even start the podcast, I think I talked to Chris and Gary Bo that, uh, you know, I've been going with to a group at my church with some men that have opened it up and we can talk to each other about everything. And it stays within the group. But we also are, you know, uh, talking to our wives about it, too which then gives us both the opportunity to deal with it and communicate situations directly. So I think that part that you brought up is very important. Uh, and being here too, to hear each other. And then when we talking about things, we can come to each other straightforward and be like, man, what we did to be where we're at now and to talk about it and still be able to have some good things as we all have talked about moving forward. We have some good things, you know, being grandparents, being, you know, taking care of ourselves is very important moving forward. So I think that was. Uh, what brings you peace? What brings me peace? Ooh, <laughs> you know what? Knowing uh, that my family is good. I feel good. I feel good knowing my kids are okay. They're, they're doing what they got to do and, and handling things. When they're upset, it upsets me. So if they're at peace with things and they're moving along and handling business, like I feel like I've taught them that to, if you need to talk, get it out. Let's talk about it. I'm usually the sounding board for my children. So, and they, they talk to me amongst each other as well. So I think that just my family, that part alone brings me a lot of peace. Um, I know this is going to sound, uh, sound cliche for, for us and the, the listening audience, but it has been my relationship with God. I have to admit that, that ever since I've tried to daily come into my day with him, reading on him has changed me because it allows me not to take things serious, but to leave it to him to handle in prayer, to talk to him about it. Anything that's happened within my family, because losing my mother a year and a half ago, losing my aunt, losing, you know, different people and just losing a close buddy, a friend of ours a couple of days ago. It's brought me peace. Uh, it's brought me peace through that, knowing that, yeah, I might I, I might feel some grieving at that time and some sadness and maybe shed a couple of tears. I come back to the reality that I have him first and look what he has provided. So I become great. I'm grateful that I'm in the place that I am because uh, I get to sit amongst you three and we get to talk about things that have happened in our lives and how we're moving forward. All that stuff brings me peace. But what you do with people gives me peace. So gratitude. Yes. Daily. With me, when I walk through that door and I ask my better half, are you good? She's like, I'm good. That brings me peace. And then I go out there and do what I do, take care of myself. That brings me complete peace. What brings me peace is prayer and meditation. Those two things bring me peace. I wake up every morning thanking God for another day. Quiet meditation helps me uh, relax unwind as well as those naps I take on daily they bring me peace too 
that, that emotional <laughs> them reset. Old, yeah, them old man. Those naps, those naps you take when you're yeah. talking to people on the phone. Yeah, those naps. <laughs> old man naps. Those naps. <laughs> them old naps. man naps. Those naps. Those that that, <laughs> that brings me peace, and and knowing that my family's healthy, and that they're they're doing well, they're achieving, growing, they're maturing. All that brings me peace. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate your thoughts and feedback. For any comments or questions, you can reach out to us at walkingwithpurposepodcast at gmail.com. Here's Santana and Jeff with today's words of wisdom. I just wanted to share this. If you don't leave your past in the past, it would destroy your future. Live for what today has to offer, not for what yesterday has taken away. Your perception of yourself affects your energy. Love yourself. Be confident. Express your talents and let our good vibes flow. If you won't stand with me, if you won't go with me,